All right, we're here with Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Sunshine. So, uh, it's near graduation time for students coming up. What is some advice you would give to someone graduating from college right now? And I know you actually have a niece and a nephew graduating from college coming up. So, uh, what advice would you give them? Hmm. Um, the advice I like to give is from the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad book that um, he st- started by saying, you know, when a, a kid turns 16, you ask him, um, why are you going to work? He said that so I can pay the car payment um, and said, why do you need a car? And says, so I can go to work. And that vicious circle of I'm going to work so I can pay off my car and um, I need a car so I can go to work gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, We have to ask ourselves when you get a job why do I need a job? The payments that I make, the salary I make how I'm going to what am I going to do with that and kind of take a one step back, I guess, and take a look at the whole big picture. So 20 years, 30 years from now, you're not in that vicious cycle of like, oh, I need a paycheck so I can pay off my bills. And then uh, I have these bills so I can, you know, keep working. Um, the biggest, uh, I guess, can we start all over again? No, I this is all raw. Oh, really? Because I, the, the biggest advice I like to give is that do not be a slave to the paycheck, right? Do not put yourself in a position that you're a slave to that paycheck, that you have to go to work because you have to pay the car payments and the house payments and all of that. Do not allow anyone to take charge of your life because of that paycheck. Live a life that you work because you want to go to work, not because you have to. I guess that's the biggest advice because your life is so much more valuable than that stupid paycheck that they give you. And if you feel like you have to go to work because so you can survive, it's a really a sad life. And, and to me, that's the really the number one advice I have for everyone. Um, you need very little to survive in this world. So try to financially put yourself in a position that you can tell, the, you know, tell the, your boss or your supervisor, your employer, take the job, take this job and shove it essentially. That you may stay with them for 25, 35 years, 40 years, how many years, but you know you always, because you wanted to, not because you had to. I can tell you how many times when I work for the state, I would like drive to work and say, I really don't want to go to work today. I'm not inspired. Then I would tell myself, well, why don't you just turn around, make a U-turn, come back, go home and call your boss and tell him I'm quitting. And when I would say that to myself, it's like, you know what? Actually, the job is not that bad. You know, uh, it's pretty good. And having that power to be able to do that, not that, oh, I cannot do that. I have to go to work. It's very, very powerful. That's the, you know, that's the one advice I have for all my, uh, the people that are graduating. So the distinction is, um, and I think you just hit it in the end there. So, well, say that again. So you feel like sometimes you 
you so basically distinguishing between feeling like I have to do this job, I have to go to work, I'm the slave to the paycheck versus making the choice about going going to work and that almost flipping it like, well, what if I just quit? Is that is that something I want to do? And then that sort of changes your perspective sometimes. Yeah, it's just like you want to go you you want to go to work, not because you have to go to work, not because of the paycheck. Paycheck is definitely a, a motivation, but you want to go to work because you're impacting um you're making a difference. You're impacting, you're inspiring, you know, you're doing something worthwhile, right? Not just uh, I'm going there so I can collect the paycheck so I can come home and then pay my, you know, car payments and my house payments. That's what I'm talking about, right? That you're learning, you're growing, you're, um, you know, you're making a difference um, in the in the world. You're you do matter. You're learning something. You're you're impacting someone's life. You're you you do matter, and that's what you're going to work. Not because, so I can collect a paycheck and come home. Now, do you think that they should go straight into work, take some time off, maybe travel, um, go to like a grad school or something higher? Or, I mean, do you have any thoughts or ideas about in general about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on really individual, you know, how much your student loans you have, how much expenses you have. Um, really, it depends on each individual and how much they love to travel. If you have the luxury of being able to travel um, and while you're working, that's the ultimate. In fact, I have an associate that works with me and she does exactly that. She works and she gets to travel. Um, I heard recently from someone that the number one um, request that Millennium have from their employer is the freedom of their time. They do not want to be uh, obligated to that one week or two weeks of annual a year, right? They have, there are too many things they want to do in life and they don't want to have two weeks of leave that they can use to go see a doctor or um, go on a vacation and do the things they want to do. They want to be more in charge of their time. So I think if you can find the opportunity to work in a situation that your employer gives you the freedom so you can travel, see the world, grow while you're working and learning something, that would be the ultimate um, uh, things you do. But yeah, if you have the luxury of taking a year off, going out there and traveling, doing a self-reflection, taking some um, classes to to understand who you are, what you want in life, where are you going, what's your purpose of life, asking some of those profound questions rather than, oh, I have to pay my student loans, I think it's definitely worthwhile and you really should do that because if you don't do that right after college, you're never going to do it, you know. So, um, I, yeah, if you have the luxury of to do that, be able to, like I said, uh, travel, uh, discover yourself, who you are, what you want, I think that's definitely a way to go. And what if, because um, I know this happens a lot and it happened to me, what if you they come out, of, their whole life they've been asked, what do you want to, who do you want to be when you grow up? Who do you want to be when you grow up? All that. What if they get out of college and they don't really know what they want to do or who they want to be? Yeah, and I think that's really, the majority of the kids are that way. I know I was that way myself. You know, if I had to do it all over again, probably I wouldn't study civil engineering. I would do something else. I would be a financial planner or 
uh, a chef. You know, those are the two passion I have. But um, uh, financial um, planning and cooking, those are the two things I, I have passionate and I love. Uh, so many people, they don't really know that. Um, and that's why it's important to take some of these uh, classes that is just a whole bunch of them. And you took a lot of these classes with Brendan Burchard and the Landmark Forum and uh, um, what is the uh, potential, uh, peak potential and things, uh, these type of uh, classes to seminars to find out who, re- who really you are. I mean, I think the, the ultimate learning is trying to understand who we are, what's our purpose in life, what do we want to do, where we want to go. I think those are very powerful things. So if you can do that um, and enhance, you know, your life and get the clarity and be passionate about it, I think it's really um, important. Um, a couple of days ago, we saw one of our friend's uh, son, um, extremely bright kid, um, study mechanical engineering. So I asked him, you know, how's the job? It's like, okay. It's like, well, give me a better answer just then, okay. It's like, it's actually pretty boring. It's like, uh, why is it boring? It's like, you know, I'm not really learning anything. I'm not making a difference. You know, it's just boring. And I felt really bad. It's like, okay, why aren't you doing something about it? You know, I'm not saying quit your job and go someplace else, but put more of yourself in there, right? Get yourself excited about the job. Talk to your boss. See how what you can do to make the job more interesting and provide recommendations. And uh, and the worst thing can happen is that you get fired and you go find actually a better job, something which you're more passionate about it. But don't live a life. If you're that smart, if you're that intelligent and you put that much study and education don't go through life it's like you know whatever and you know this kid went to state school so he didn't have really a lot of um, the student loans if any in fact he got paid to go to school so financially it's not like he had to do that so just take charge of your life take charge of your life and if you're not happy do a self-assessment why you're not happy why your job is not challenging and do something about it and that's actually a great point you make because I think a lot of the talk right now is either you don't work for someone or if you like don't like your job, you quit it and you start a business. But maybe I think a lot of people aren't – they don't really want to be business owners necessarily, but they maybe want to do something they like or enjoy. And maybe they don't hate their jobs, but maybe they don't love their jobs. So I think you bring up a good point that there's there's a lot of people that – want to maybe have a job or they like certain parts about the jobs, maybe they can engage with the job on a different level. What what would you say to that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I was listening to the uh, audio from uh, late Stephen Covey that talks about the eight uh, habits of highly effective people. And that's exactly what he talks about. He says that, um, uh, you know, people were getting together and talking about their boss that was micromanager and he was awful. And then they would go out to lunch and talk more about the guy, right? And he says, except one. He actually took charge and went and talked to the boss and said that, you know, he asked him to provide me this data. But not only he provided the data, he analyzed the data. He said, you know, you asked me to provide this data, but I went one step further and I did this, I did that, I did that. So pretty soon, he was giving presentations to the board members. He was doing that while everybody else was sitting there and bashing the boss. This guy, this kid, was actually being, because he took the leadership 
uh, you know, approach of like not just going and giving him the data, say, here you go. But he, he went the extra mile, he went the extra step and analyzed the data and put it in a PowerPoint presentation and did something more and gave it to him. And the more he did, the more he obtained the boss's trust and respect and he gave him more opportunity to do that and but a lot of times we look at it it's like well that's all they ask me to do and that's all I'm gonna do it's like no even though you're a junior engineer and that's what I told this kid if you're a junior engineer you can think of yourself as a CEO as a you know um, CFO and take charge of not you know stepping on his toes but uh, actually providing more information providing more value and when they see you on that respect then they give you more opportunity right so taking charge uh yeah so you don't have to quit your job and go to another job and you know do it that way but just take charge of your job uh, one of the example i love to use is i had a intern uh a summer intern. And one time he came to my office and said that, uh, do you have anything for me to do? I don't have, you know, anything. It's like, yeah, come back in half an hour. We'll figure out something. So typically most of them, most of them, they wouldn't even come to me because I was assistant chief and they, I was too high of a position to even come and ask me anything. But he did. But then he, he actually showed up half an hour later. It's like, you know, half an hour. It's like, so the third time, actually, I started thinking about this, it. like, okay, this kid is really serious and he wants to do something. So let me find him something to do rather than he could have just sat there easily and, you know, do his video games or crossword puzzles or whatever young kids do these days and just be happy. But he didn't, you know, and I think when you do that, it's just you actually you get the attention of the, your superiors and they want to give you more responsibility because they know that you're serious about what you're doing. Beautiful. Thank you. Sure. So to sum, uh, summarize the whole thing is that life is too precious. Do not work for the paycheck and do not put yourself in a position that you are slave to that paycheck. That's the most important thing. Keep your, give yourself that financial freedom. As Warren Buffett said, uh, I don't like money. I like the freedom that comes with it. Okay. So that's where you want to be. So save your money, be intelligent about your money and save it. And do not put yourself through that much debt that you need to do that. And then second go, uh, second uh, lesson is that take charge, be passionate about what you're doing and, uh, you know, go there and do the best job you can. The worst thing can happen to you, get fired and actually go find a real job. So, All right. Well, thank you so much, Mom. And uh, thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast and uh, give us a positive reviews and feedback. And we would greatly appreciate it. And thank you again. Thanks, Mom. Thank you.